Hello everyone, welcome to Speak Brave. I'm here with my confidant, companion, and trusted advisor, John. Hey, John. Hello, Mark. Is it really 2019 already? It's 2019, and I'd like to congratulate every listener, <laughs> every listener from every corner of the world. Oh, wow. Because I know that this podcast is listened to, consumed, and loved, and wanted to be more from every country in the world. And when we started this journey just a few years ago, I never thought in my mind, there's people in Kazakhstan, there's people in uh, Sierra Leone, there's people in Iraq, there's people in Brazil, there's people, practically every country on earth might consume this podcast. And I'm so honored. So thank you, John. It's an honor to be a part of it with you, actually. So honored. And there's somebody who's waiting to hear from us. So I don't want to keep you long, and I'm very excited. I'm very excited to continue this journey. Let's talk about 2019. Let's talk about 2019. John, as you probably know, a lot of my work um, with corporations, uh, with my corporate clients, my personal clients, and with myself mm-hmm. has been about creating a life that has meaningful outputs, that is surrounded a work that is based in purpose based in meaning and a lot of it comes from my faith a lot of it comes from who i want to be as a man a lot of it comes from my family and this episode here i wanted to be an introspective one just like many we have and i want to have this conversation with you but i also want this episode to be an inspiration an inspiration that 2018 have been a challenging year, mm-hmm. and I know it has been Fully for you. Fully agree, yeah. It has been for you, for and yet, me. And yeah, I think it's been a satisfying year. Yes, and it's also one of the things that we forget sometimes is in, in the midst of the fog, of the challenge, and the mm-hmm. resistance that we face, one of the questions that I think we can ask ourselves is, what can this teach me? What can I learn from this? So you are have this internal dialogue in you, and you ask yourself better questions, John. You ask yourself, what can this teach me? What can I teach others from learning about this? Or what can I... Does that make sense? Makes sense. So this is the questions that I want listeners to think about and to reflect and then share with their tribe. And I would join with the listeners in the same approach. I'm looking forward to hearing that. So as I have uncovered the layers of what makes somebody productive, mm-hmm. what makes somebody moved, what moves someone compel someone to do their best work and what i really figured out uh, in the course of last 16 months 2017 2018 is that it's fine to do a to-do list it's fine to do a objective list or something that you would like to do but i think when you start from your heart and you look inside your heart And you have an honest conversation with people you love, people you respect, and people you admire. Mm -hmm. And you sit down and maybe over a cup of tea or coffee, some chocolates, and you ask yourself and you share, what do I want my life to be like? What kind of events would I like to be a part of? What can I create? What can I build? And what am I, what, what, who do I need to ask for help to make sure that that gets done. Because when we ask those questions and we are clear on them, we may not be clear at the beginning, but it's a journey. Mm -hmm. 
It's uh, asking the questions of the journey. Yeah. You ask yourself, what is that? Do I really want to? What? What kind of light do I want to shine on my life mm-hmm. in 2019? What kind of treasures will I uncover in the people around us, around around me, and around and also in myself? Mm-hmm. And when you clear on that, you make every activity pointing to that decision, to that objective. Because if you just run around, like some people, the context is correct. Yeah, you just think about what are the activities that always point me to that decision that I have made. And it's no better time to do this than now. January, you can even do it in other months. But you just have to be very clear. You have to decide. And one of the things that I have learned, John, is that there's no shame in asking for help. Well, can I ask an additional question to that? Because asking for help, I think, at least in my life, has been a wonderful thing because having help has pointed me and moved me in a better direction mm-hmm. and also helped me to get to the completion of a project much quicker than trying to find it through trial and error. Mm-hmm. Not that trial and error aren't helpful. But do you think, I'm going to ask just a general question speaking as an audience member, do you think we sometimes place too much emphasis upon trying to please people rather than pleasing ourselves? Absolutely. And I think it comes from, we're human, John. And I think our decision-making process is a lot more complex than we realize. We read books, we listen to other people, we try to figure out systems. But I think the complexity of our decision-making will never be fully revealed. Um, When we are the product of all the generations of people that came before us, we are the product of their decisions. We are the product of their choices. Mm. And I, I just want you to think about it for a moment. Maybe it's a little bit too far. No, but, uh, at least not for me it's not because I can immediately, as a person sitting here, and think others listening, we can see where we've allowed other people to have too much influence in our mm-hmm. choice making. And But I am, I'm also talking about um, people that led you up to who you are now, well, generations yeah. and generations and generations yeah, and there's generations an component of, there. of people who came before you. Conditioning, education, right? Yeah. And what I like to offer to you is this: um, it's okay if you fall down, John. Oh, it's I've okay it if enough, you fall so down. I'm glad it is okay. And what I want, what I'm talking about here, it may not be for everyone. And in other countries, um, mm-hmm. there's there's this philosophy that very stoic, very stoicism that we will not ask for help, I will not ask for help, and when you ask for help, you it's a revealing a sign of weakness. Yeah, and that was what was running through my mind. It's a sign of weakness. And it's perceived that way. It's perceived that way. And not only is that um it's it's actually celebrated. This type of philosophy is celebrated and in, in, in you know what John, when I um listen to it or when I'm being exposed to it, to me it's very foreign. To me, it's very, it's, I don't understand how can you not ask for help. There's no shame in asking for help. No. When we look through the Bible, right? When mm-hmm. we look through the scriptures, whether we look through the Bible or through other sacred texts from other religions. Now, let's focus on the Bible. And you know uh, Noah, right? Uh, the, the, the person who built mm-hmm. the ark. Did he ask for help? Just the help of his family. Just the help of his family. But he relied... Um, guidance from God. Well, that's right? the point. It was a divine calling. Family helped. 
But I would be almost certain, given the way the world was at that time, nobody wanted to help him anyway. They thought he was stupid for doing it. Right. So let's look at other examples. Um, allies in World Wars, did they ask for help from either allies? Yes, they did. And if they did not ask for help, what would have happened? They would not have succeeded because everybody would have been doing it their way and there would have been no cohesion, no coalescing of power, and no coalescing of minds to create the best result. It would be perish. People would mm-hmm. perish and maybe a way of life would perish and set us back further than the we ever thought possible. The failure of the chain of command, right. I call it. So what I, the reason that I want to have this discussion is this is my opinion. And I'm of the opinion that we need to ask for help. We are a social creatures. Yes, we, are. we are a social um, We require needs. relationships. We require relationships. Not only asking for help, helping us to belong to a group that you and I belong with, say, Toastmasters, mm-hmm. Very good outside of Toastmasters. If we fail to be part of the group that mm-hmm. we are accepted, we can thrive, we can learn and grow and belong. I think it affects our mental health. It affects the quality of life. And when you fail to ask for help, you dig yourself an early grave. Yes. I will completely agree with you. And I believe... Powerful but true. And I don't... And I don't think we are meant to be uh, isolated, be stoic, and waste energy, resources, and time figuring out things on our own. So this is the one decision every one of my listeners, I want you to think about. Are you the one who will ask for help in your life? If not, why not? And if yes, why? Now, don't just take my answer for it, but ask yourself a question. Ask yourself a question and come up to your own truth. And I will say something else. You and I, did we, talk, did we mention in this podcast that how the 20 years went by, 2019, we looked at that pivotal moment in election in 2000. I think well, it was just before the We camera. touched on yeah. 2000. Right. And you know how that just sort of comes to mind. And yet here we are now in 2019. So much has changed, but it seems a lot of things haven't changed. But one thing is for certain, we've changed. We have changed. And this comes to mind, I remember Tony Robbins have said, most people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in a decade or three to five years. Mm -hmm. And there is a plan there, and I agree. What I'd like to offer you to think about is this. As you think about, ponder, look forward, breathe. Mm, into the 2019 think about what is that what is that activity what is that not necessarily always goals or multiple goals but one goal or maybe two or three goals at the most what are that once you achieve it what will that what will your life look like how will you feel and the reason that i want you to think about this in this way is that if you have people that you love people that care for you don't you think that if you suffer or if you don't um, achieve leave at your highest volume of the best life that you can be the best that their the quality of their life is also diminished mm-hmm. and i'd like to also ask you if you would consider revisiting this topic because something just popped into my mind and perhaps maybe as a visual it could be something that people could actually draw out 
Could we imagine 2019, and we, you and I right now are actually very early in 2019, uh, for, saw an analogy, and this analogy can be used whether it's your span of life or whether it's the span of the year, but it has to do with, if you were to draw an arrow, a straight line across, and call this canvas, the canvas of 2019, your life, your story. And you start over here at the beginning of the arrow, and it's the first day of the year. And you draw that arrow straight across with a point to the last day of the year. Now, at the last day of the year, you have a goal. Mm -hmm. Don't know what the goal is. It has to be something, though, that goes back to your statement. You've got to stand in your truth. Mm -hmm. And standing in your truth means you need to know what you truly desire to be like when you end 2019. You want to be better at the end of 2019 than you were today or the first day of the year. But what's interesting is that span. What's going on here in between, between that first and last? Because to get to that, there are things you have to do in here. And along the way, too, where is that effort going to run into a deterrent, a roadblock, or a failure? And how are you going to respond? So that if you come to the end of the year and you haven't reached quite what you wanted to reach, that doesn't mean you haven't been successful. Because if you look back at those spots where you made those initial and intermediate short-term and intermediate longer-term goals, you can see, hey, I did accomplish something. We tend to do things to, we're, we're hard on ourselves. I'm hard on myself. I, I begin a year saying, by the end of the year, I want to be here. Then I find myself not there. What do we do? We beat ourselves up. Would you agree with that? John, what a godsend you are. What a wonderful contribution you just made to this program. Thank you. I feel that you are the voice of so many people you are the voice of truth and deep caring experience i don't have an answer that may be satisfactory to you i really don't but what i do have is strategies what i do have is ideas I will be talking about in the future programs how to create a truly remarkable life. And that's just not words. It's real strategies that are mm -hmm. obvious, sometimes a little bit more creative. And it will reflect what you have said. And it's how to build a field or room or auditorium full of mentors. I like that. I, Men I like that. Mentors that will stand with you that are truly six our uh, company of witnesses to our yeah. success and people that help yeah. yes yes so that is one thing because when you remove yourself out of the equation when you remove yourself when you take too much on yourself whether you yeah. turn away from your faith whether you turn away from your principles i think it's uh it's dangerous yes so i'm really glad you have brought this up we are hard on ourselves and that's why we forget the journey we have made. And there's people who are truly invested in us, not just saying, but truly are invested, who will remind us 
and take us out of that gutter that sometimes we find ourselves in, whether we put ourselves there or we've been pushed by resistance. John, what a wonderful discussion this is, right? Yes. What a great way to start the year. And it's exciting to think that we can continue to carry this on because this is this is a potentially life-changing opportunity for us. It is. It is. And they, especially because of strategies. And we're, I think we're all hungry for tools. Yeah. And I'll share some uh, with you in the next episode. But I hope this one was reflective enough for you to start thinking about uh-huh. 2019 and the things that you really, really want to get done. Uh-huh. There's great opportunities that is waiting. I think it's going to be a fantastic, great year. I believe it. This is all I have. I have belief. I have strategy. I have some things in place. But at the end of the day, we will see how it goes. Mm. But my belief is it will be a fantastic year and we'll have a celebration in 2020. Friends, that you listen and your loyal subscribers, I want to thank you for this journey. I want to thank you, John. I want to thank you, everyone who listened and who supported me and supported us in this journey. I will see you next time at the Speak Brave episode. Don't forget to speak brave. Thank you very much.